We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. In for Rebecca Corral today, I'm Kim Foster. Here is what's happening at this hour. The Marin County coroner has released the identity of the man killed when five tall redwood trees fell on Christmas Eve at Muir Woods National Monument. KCBS reporter Tim Ryan tells us the victim of this terrible accident was a Minnesota man, apparently in the Bay Area for a family visit. 28-year-old Superdeep Duta of Edina, Minnesota, a Twin Cities suburb, was pronounced dead minutes after rescue crews arrived to find him lifeless beneath a giant redwood. A female relative was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries, and a third person hiking with them on the hillside trail avoided injuries when the five trees, some officials say 200-foot tall trees, fell in what a fire official told KCBS was a domino effect. Charles Strickfaden is a spokesman for the National Park Service. We consider this an isolated incident. No reason for it other than the uh, natural process, perhaps, of winter storms weakening the tree. We, we'll probably never know. Your woods remains open to the public except the area of the tree fall. And Strickfaden says the park is safe for the almost one million visitors it receives each year. Redwoods are known to be shallow-rooted and prone to falling when the soils become saturated. Tim Ryan, KCBS. There's just as they do every year, volunteers with the group Bridgewatch Angels spent their Christmas Day at the Golden Gate Bridge, watching for anyone showing signs that they might be considering suicide. KCBS reporter Keith Menconi has more. According to the Bridgewatch Angels, the Golden Gate Bridge is still the number one suicide destination in the world, and sometimes saving a life just means offering a moment of compassion. Those who do this volunteer work often have personal experience with tragedy related to suicide. That is true for Bridgewatch volunteer Kevin Hemstock, whose son died by suicide at the age of 22. What motivated him to spend his Christmas here? You know what, to just do what I can to help others not go through what, you know, I've gone through and, and still live through and, and always will. The stakes are high. According to the group, their volunteers and others have managed to turn back more than 100 people who came to the bridge intending to end their lives over the past year. A suicide prevention net is under construction for the bridge. Its completion date has been delayed, though. It's now expected in 2023. In San Francisco, Keith Manconi. KCBS. If you are feeling suicidal or just need someone to talk to, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8225. It's getting easier for seniors and the disabled to fly in and out of San Francisco International Airport. As KCBS's Scott Letiri reports, that's because airport officials have made it a priority. A priority so that folks here at the airport, like Danny, who was a frequent flyer and suffered a stroke a year ago, can navigate without much problem at the airport's three terminals. Since I had the stroke, I'm noticing who doesn't, who doesn't have accessible wheelchair places, and SFO is one of the best I've been to. SFO, along with UCSF, has been working the last year providing a better flying experience for seniors and the disabled by installing larger bathrooms, 
Having more elevators, ramps, and making the arrivals and departure boards easier to read. Is it easy to get your flight information? Yeah, very easy. How so? It's right up there. It's easy to see where it's at and uh, plan your flight. And have you seen a perceptible change over the years? Yeah, quite a bit. Also, airport staff is being trained in the issues that the disabled and older flyers have. At SFO, Scott Letiri, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.